Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I am your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom of four, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories from entrepreneurs on how to run a biz and a home life, how to scale and grow, and how to manage parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Home for Podcast. Okay, today's topic is, oh, it's kind of hard for me to go over, but it's actually a really big deal because I don't think enough people talk about all the mistakes that they make in their first year of not just scaling their business, but the leadership side of it, right? So when I, uh, for those of you that aren't quite aware of what I do, I'm a realtor. Um, I own a couple different um, sections of that or different portions of uh, businesses in tune with that. But I also run a team, right? And I had recently started branching off and running my team. So from that perspective, they don't really teach you necessarily how to grow a team because a lot of teams don't want other teams to grow bigger than them. And it's this weird competitive thing. So you don't necessarily get a lot of guidance on that. And a lot of the industry books or mentors that have done that before are old school and real estate's a little bit behind the times when it comes to scaling a team, right? It's, It's hard to find good mentorships that will teach you how to do that. Um, and have your best interest in mind. So a lot of this is kind of trial and error. And like I said, I have been, my background's in software sales, so you guys already know that, but my true strong suit is sales or people solving problems um, and putting myself out there. But as far as leadership goes, um, huge different challenge um, on that front. So let's dive into the five mistakes that I made this first the, the first year in trying to scale and grow a business. And for those of you that are listening, like for most realtors are solopreneurs. Um, they're not technically, they want you to think you're a business owner, but you don't really um, treat it like a business because they don't teach you to do it that way when you're first getting in it. So you're, you're really just treating it like a job. So this is me experiencing hiring and (laughs) trying to scale it like an actual business. So we'll start out with the five, like these are the five mistakes that I went through when hiring. So number one, I did not focus enough on culture. Um, Yes, I went through all the steps of my business planning. Yes, I went through all the steps of defining what I wanted in a culture. I thought I was very clear on that, which is great, but I didn't necessarily go through the steps to hold myself accountable to making sure I continue to focus on the culture. So I didn't um, put give myself, what should I say, um, the proper structure or the process to make sure that I was hiring people that fit the culture, and then what to do if they didn't fit the culture, right? So I clearly, I clearly defined what I wanted. And then what would happen was, people would come along and I would enjoy them. And I'd say, yes, you'd be a perfect fit for this role. Here's the list of criteria for my culture. Um, Do you align with this? And it was very much like, yeah, that's awesome. I align with that. Energy's there. Vibe is there. 
great. And I would just say, great, sign the dotted line, join my team. And I really didn't give myself the time to think about, okay, how am I actually going to vet these people out? How am I actually going to stay true to the culture that I want and in all the elements? And how, how can I even tell if someone is, you know, everybody interviews well, right? So how can I even tell if someone says, yeah, that's me, if that's actually them? And how many people should I go through before I define if, if they're the right fit? And I was kind of just taking people that I thought I liked and just bringing them on board. So you guys, the more I dive into leadership, the more I realize how big of a deal culture is. And a lot of my mentors have said this before, but they are drilling it in me now that if you don't focus on culture now, you're going to spin your wheels and you're going to continue to keep flopping over and over and over again. It's just going to get frustrating. So anyways, I started, if you guys haven't heard of the book, The Ideal Team Player by uh, Patrick Lenz. Oh gosh, I don't even, I'm going to butcher his name. It's L-E-N-C-I-O-N-I. It's how to recognize and cultivate the three essential virtues. So I'm really going to focus on that moving forward, which is, you know, making sure that people not only fit my culture, but they also are hungry, humble, and smart, right? Are they hungry? Like they fit the culture, but like, are they actually hungry to hustle and get things done? And do they have that same drive that you have and then how to go about this book really dives in how to actually go about reading that in someone and giving them the test to see if they actually have that personality trait humble like i don't want to i want to be around people that um you know they understand that they can make mistakes and they want to be better and they're not arrogant and they treat everybody kindly like they have to be humble as well. And then smart, like, are they good with people? Do they know how to make decisions? Can they be resourceful? You know, those sorts of things. So this book, if you guys haven't, and um, if you guys haven't heard it, I'll put it in the show notes, but um, you guys should go get that now if you're working on leadership. So um, anyways, culture is the, num- is, is the number one mistake that I made in hiring. I, I was so quick to hire that I didn't hold myself accountable to the culture that I had set myself time aside to plan and create. So number one, make sure you're clearly defining your culture and your mission, and then um, make sure that you're able to hold yourself accountable to getting people that fit that culture. Um, Number two, wrong person, wrong seat. Okay. So sometimes, you know, this is another thing that I'm learning too, is I, when I like people and I want to work with someone, I get really excited because I know they can do it. And I tend to be able to Um, see everybody's strengths and I envision how well they can do and how well they can perform and how well we can work together. So I get overly excited about that. And I oftentimes, you know, people are coming to me like, hey, do you need any help in your business? Hey, I want to work with you in my daily life. And I think I don't put them through the right process. And I'm like, yeah, come on board. And again, this is me trying to grow my business. So I'm like, oh, easier said than done, right? I can just say hi to people, tell them I'm hiring and they come to me. This is great. But what happens is is I was getting the wrong person in the wrong seat, right? I wasn't clearly defining the seat. So then how, you know, I'm setting them up for, for failure and myself up for failure because the seat wasn't really clearly defined. Um, and it's the wrong person because I'm not focused on the culture and, you know, not... I didn't properly like 
put out a hiring search. So I, someone would come to me and I'd say, let me fit you in a role and see how we can help each other. And then I was doing that without giving as much thought into long-term benefits or what actual person I would need in, in this specific seat. That's the number two. And, and that goes with the number three uh, mistakes, the, or, the, or sorry, the third mistake that I have is clearly defining the role that I need, right? I was just kind of willy-nilly like creating a list of what I needed. But then again, when I was hiring, I wasn't clearly defining the role. And then by not clearly defining the role, I basically set whoever I tried to put in that seat, whether it's an agent or um, an ISA sales rep or operations manager or runner, um, because I didn't clearly define the role, then it sets them up for failure too, because I didn't clearly define what I needed. And again, guys, like you don't always know what you need until you know what you need. So that was something that I learned also, and to have a little grace with myself with that, but have grace with all the people I was bringing on board with that. Because not only is it a big responsibility to bring them on board, but it's your responsibility to be very clear, especially, you know, I'm very clear with my expectations, but then I wasn't being very clear with the expectations I had. That made it very hard to hold anybody accountable. And then um, it made it hard to get better right? You know, again, it goes back to clearly defining that role and then clearly defining what type of person you need in that role. Hey there, let's take a brief moment to acknowledge our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by eXp Realty, one of the fastest growing real estate companies in the world, cloud-based and built for the future. It empowers realtors to scale in their businesses and lives beyond what a typical local transaction could. This is the company I personally hang my real estate license with, along with my entire team. If you're a broker owner or a realtor like me and want to join in on the fun or interested in learning more about this awesome company, click the link in the show notes or go to my website at torymcqueen.com slash partner in real estate. That's torymcqueen.com slash partner in real estate. Let's get back to the show. So that was the third mistake. So if you're going to hire for a specific role, and and this is what I've learned now is to just, when I need a role, I have got to write it all out, write the description of everything that I need from that person and wait to hire that person until I've checked that list twice, three times, and made sure that it's enough for them to be able to do. And then put, make sure that they are clearly aware of what they're supposed to do and then a way to hold them accountable to those things, you know, not just, and and give them the proper resources to be able to do that and the environment to be able to do those things. Um, Because if you don't, it, again, you're going to set yourself up for failure and like I did for myself, and then you're going to set the people that you brought on board up for failure because you didn't clearly define those roles. So there's that. Number four, Having no uh, process for if things don't work out or if they like or any kind of exit process or plan for failure. So I am very I'm such a risk taker, you guys. And that's part of entrepreneurship is you have to be a risk taker. But um, I didn't plan for when you try to work something out and then it just isn't working out or it doesn't 
it's not going the way you planned or how do you have those conversations or what kind of measurables are you going to, you know, go off of to measure success for whatever position you have? And then what do you do when, when they're not being held accountable? So if I've got agents that aren't following the culture, or if I've got agents that aren't following the process that we're supposed to use, um, that's going to negatively impact not only me and my business, but it's going to impact the people that are trying to hold them accountable or other other people within your business. So it'll affect other agents. It'll affect the culture. It'll affect other employees. So having no plan to hold these people accountable and then plan for if it's not working or plan to determine if it if it is or isn't working, right? Like the measurables and all of that in place. So that way you have some way of measuring whether or not it's the right fit and being very honest about that. So not having the exit plan or process in place for if an employee doesn't work out. And for me, that's either an agent, um, any but any 1099 contractor that I'm working with, or any business partner, any admin that I have, any photographer, any anybody that I hire, I should be able to determine whether or not it's working and then what to do if it's not working and how to alleviate the time in between so that you don't start bleeding in places that are unnecessary, right? Um, and then also you don't want to ne- negatively impact anybody else on your team, right? So there's that. And then, so having, having a plan will really help for that. And also when people leave, like, what are you going to do in those positions? Who's going to take over those roles? You know, organization is huge in that department. And again, that was a mistake of mine because I um, I am not an admin person. So that makes it very hard too. Um, and then the fifth mistake, guys, and this is very, very like, open and honest, fifth mistake is my lack of leadership development and skills. So like I said, and I I will own this till I go to the grave, but you know, leadership skills is not, it's honestly my biggest fear when growing a business. Anybody that I talk to with my peers, I'm like, Oh God, I, I already have like, like I said, four children and one on the way. Like I have a family to raise. Like I do not like to be in charge of anybody. I do not like to hold anybody, you know, I don't want to be responsible for anyone. So I knew that going in, that was already a fear of mine. So having that fear, I think just, you know, I felt like, okay, well, I have that fear, but it can't stop me, right? So I dove right in and I did all the things. But again, here I am stumbling with my mistakes because of my lack of responsibility to develop the skills I needed to be a leader. So I didn't do that because I thought, oh, well, I don't have all this time. Like I can't, I, I'm doing good enough. Or if they don't want to be here, they don't want to be here. But honestly, guys, it is my responsibility or your responsibility as an entrepreneur. When you're hiring, you have got to get into a new role of leadership. It is no longer about you and your sales and just revenues you are now leading a team and you're leading your business. And there is so much that goes into that that I am learning and um, so much that I have to work on in that. You know, needless to say, I was not working on it and I was not spending enough time in that department. You know, I am really great at what I do with sales and people and networking and doing that. But when it comes time to 
being a leader and stepping up and uh, holding people accountable and leading a team, those are new skills for me that I realized I was lacking and is a huge reason why all the other mistakes came into play as well. So lack of leadership is huge and development skills. So I'm really leaning into that in this um, phase of my growth with all the businesses that I am doing and the growth that I'm going on. Leadership is a huge proponent of growth. And that's something that, you know, we can always get better at. And, And honestly, that's the biggest like mistake I made initially is that I should have made that a major priority and a major focus when I first started growing the team. I was a little bit too lax on myself and too lax on, you know, the plan that I thought it wasn't as important, but it truly is guys. So make sure that um, you don't make the same mistakes I did. And if you guys are wanting to scale your team, scale your business, in, in a successful way, I think avoiding these things would be crucial. So again, we'll run through these. And and guys, I just want you to know, like, I make mistakes and I'm here to share them all with you so that you guys don't have to go through that like I did. Um, I know business ebbs and flows and everybody goes through different things. So hopefully you guys can take some of this and get a head start when you go to to run your business. So I'll run through them again real quick, and then we'll put these in the show notes and any resources that I have here for you or books that are helping me along the way to get better in these departments before I start scaling, you know, for massive growth again. So anyways, number one, I not enough focus on culture. So make sure that you are focused on your culture and clearly define that. Number two, the wrong person, wrong seat. I hired just any willy nilly person that came up to me that said they wanted to work with me and I put them in the wrong seats. I was just too eager and excited to grow my business and I didn't think about long-term and I put them in there because I was ready and willing to work with somebody and have fun, but it just doesn't work that way. So make sure you're getting the right people on board and putting them in the right seat. And then number three, clearly defining that seat or role. So make sure that you're writing your list of clearly defined roles that you need in your business. So whether that be an admin position or another sales rep, or if you're an agent and you need showing assistance or a transaction coordinator, whatever it may be, you've got to make sure that you have those roles clearly defined. Otherwise, you're just setting you, yourself, and your um, employees up for up for failure. Um, number four, No exit process or plan for failure if your main employees aren't working. So are you clearly building your processes for if you lose an employee or if someone's not following the accountability guidelines or the culture that you're wanting? How do you hold them accountable and how do you show them the exit door and go through that process in a smooth way so that your business doesn't flop the second you lose somebody? So having that in play as well. And then the last one, number five mistake in hiring is lack of leadership development and skills. So again, like I said, I'm in sales. Um, I'm great with people, great with um, hustling and earning revenues and figuring that out. But my lack of leadership and development skills is ultimately the fifth mistake and most important one, I think, in hiring 
that you need to have is be prepared. Are you ready to be a leader? And if you are, great. Um, make sure you're continuing to dedicate yourself to developing those skills because it's completely different than working on your own as a solo entrepreneur or growing, you know, in a job or even management at that leadership. So those are the five mistakes I had in hiring. And I hope you guys can take these and use them for yourselves and don't do what I did and learn to get in front of it before you spend the money and the investment on growing your business. Um, so hope that helped. If you guys ever have any questions, definitely don't, don't hesitate to reach out. You guys know where to find me. And again, all the resources will be in the show notes. Um, hope, hope this helps you guys and I will check you guys out next time. All right, guys. So I hope these five mistakes in hiring that I made will help you guys not make those same mistakes when you go to grow your business. When you step outside your comfort zone and hire, it is a big deal and it's a big risk that I know scares some of you. So if you can take some of these things and use them and work on them before you take that leap to hire, I think that you'll be in a much better position than I was when I took the dive first. So um, again, you guys know where to find me and I will definitely plug in the resources below, but thank you all for listening. Thanks again, guys, for joining me on this second season of the Homefront Podcast, where happiness is our true profit. If you've enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That'll help a sister out a lot. This helps us also learn and grow and reach more listeners like you. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your business and home front. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.